Hello my loves and welcome back to the Sacred Jellyfish Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be dropping deep into some healing and to we're going to be dropping into the healing of the heart center. For me, I noticed that my heart center is usually blocked based off of false perceptions of the masculine or fatherly wounds and I kind of just want to dive deep into that in this episode. Um, so if you feel called to further listen in, I would encourage you to find a comfortable seat, to breathe deeply into your body, to acknowledge any triggers that might arise when I am talking in this podcast, notice any uncomfortable emotions that might arise, and to just acknowledge all of it with love, and to acknowledge that whatever is um, triggering uncomfortable emotions they are actually showing you something deep within yourself. So let's dive into this episode. Starting off, I want to take a couple mindful breaths and just actively breathing into the heart space, breathing into the subconscious areas of your mind that feel like you have to have walls up, especially when it comes to intimate relationships, when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to connecting with others and maybe connecting with men. So as we breathe, we just acknowledge those aspects that might have fear surrounding connecting deeply with someone in a romantic way or maybe connecting deeply with someone in a platonic way. And this could also, as I'm talking, could connect to more of like a motherly wound if you have that instead. And I think we all have mother wounds and father wounds and we have wounds of all kinds in this human life but just acknowledging all of them with love and acknowledging that we are our mothers we are our fathers and when they are suffering and through the suffering that happened to them we are also suffering and through the healing that they did and through the healing that we do we are helping them heal so remembering that you will have a connection to your fathers and your mothers energetically through your DNA and to not have hatred surrounding that, to release fear surrounding that because even if your mother or your father were very abusive, they hold some aspect of love for you, they are actually someone who's deeply hurt within themselves And it could go back timelines and generations to when their fathers and mothers were abusive to them or even back further from to that. And so as I'm sitting here in this bath, I realized that I have realized this for a while now, but as I drop more into it in the current moment, I realized that I'm actually ready to face it with love and not resentment. And so I recognize that I have a deep fear of intimacy, especially surrounding the masculine because I never knew my father growing up. I never had that deep connection to having a fatherly figure in the home that was actively there for me, who was a constant, who was able to provide me that structure and that protection. And I never had someone to lean on that gave me that rock support. I will say I am able to connect very deeply with the feminine and deeper with the feminine than I am the masculine 
and I think it is because I grew up with having a mother in the home who was there for me in some cases emotionally but also not there for me in some cases emotionally so I will say I do feel both abandoned by my mother and father in ways as we all could probably relate to in some aspect and within that I recognized that they were doing the best that they could and I was kind of absorbing all of the abandonment and the not being there so I took it on as a child and now as I reflect on intimacy and possibly having romantic and intimate connections with opposite sex I realized that there's a blockage and the first part of healing is actually acknowledging that it's there, acknowledging it with love, and acknowledging that it was there to simply protect you. And so as I recognize that there is kind of a blockage in my heart center to opening up to love, I recognize that it's there to simply protect me from what I've observed growing up and the perceptions that my mother told me about men, about the world, about love growing up that I do need to let go of. Growing up, I never really saw healthy love in all the relationships that were in my life growing up, whether it's my uncle and aunt's relationship or my grandparents' relationships or the relationships my moms had, none of them were actually very healthy. And so growing up and never having that clear definition on what healthy love was and still I don't really have a clear definition in my physical reality of what healthy love is. I recognize that I will have to be the first one to truly implement that and it will take practice. It's not going to be something that you can just pick up overnight and be like, yep, this is exactly how it's supposed to be. I've got this. And of course, like it's good to have that confidence, but also recognizing that healing is not linear and you're going to have situations, I guess, in relationships and all those situations, all those conflicts, all those hard communicative um, things are going to bring up more healing and it's your it's your opportunity, it's a good opportunity to either heal from a situation that has triggers or to go deeper into the trauma, if that makes sense. So as I sit here, I recognize that I do want to have intimate relationships with men and I do want to have healthy relationships with men in my life. And in order to do that, I have to let go of the perceptions that my mom has told me about men, that the world has told me about men. And I have healed a lot of my masculine the past couple months with living with my grandpa. I have bettered that relationship. I have given gratitude for him for kind of being that fatherly figure in my life when I didn't have one, even though he didn't live in the same household as me all the time. And so I also have to recognize that there's certain patterns that my grandpa has that are not healthy when it comes to just having relationships that comes with communication. I realize like he's a part of the older generation that were never taught to show unconditional love, that weren't taught to show compassion and to cry and express your emotions in a healthy way. So I have to hold that compassion for him that he just simply didn't learn how to do that in this life and that is okay. And within that, I have to also acknowledge the hurt parts of my mother because since I'm living with him now, I recognize all the 
little things he does that could have potentially traumatized my mother growing up that maybe taught her that, oh, men are supposed to do this or, oh, I'm never going to get this acknowledgement from men, so I'm going to go seek it somewhere else type of situation. So as I'm observing all of these family ties and family timelines, I realized like, okay, this is my time to actually release it and work through it and claim it as not mine and to cut ties with it. And when you are cutting ties, um, I would say be very specific on what you actually want to cut ties with. And you can't be really general with it because you have to use specific words. So if I were to want to say, I want to cut ties with my biological father, I have to know that what actually goes into that, what's actually going to detach me from him physically and energetically and spiritually for the rest of my life. So I have to be specific with the words that I use. And I also recognize that I don't want to cut ties with him physically right now. I want to cut ties with the perceptions that I have of him and the person that he was and the hurt behind the statements that I heard growing up. That's what I want to release ties to. So it's really very important that you specify that with the universe and yourself and your subconscious mind before you jump into that work. And so as I enter this new phase in my life, I realize I want to connect deeper with the heart center and in order for me to do that, I have to release blockages and hurt that I have in my heart and I am actively ready to do that. So I have written a couple letters to my younger self to just in general of how I felt growing up and how all that I felt was simply a coping mechanism, was simply a way for me to protect my heart center, to protect it from other people who could potentially further situations that I've seen growing up. I don't want to take that on. I don't want to continue these cycles. And to be very clear with like your spirit guides that, hey, I want to release and like be specific with yourself, honestly. Be honest with yourself. What do you actually want? Do you want someone to give you attention? Do you want someone to have that chase for you? Do you want someone to crave you and need you? Or do you want someone to be that equal for you, that equal ground? Do you want someone to be grounding for you? Do you want someone to reflect deeper aspects of yourself? And you have to be very specific with that because sometimes we won't be ready for it. And I don't actually know if I'm ready for it in this moment. Um, but what I am ready for is to release that attachment first. And so that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And so let's again tune back into the body. Breathe deep into any sensations that have arised thus far. Take a drink of tea if you have one close by. Drink of water. Stretch your arms. And kind of acknowledge like what is coming up for you right now. Anywho, um, yeah, so I think for me, one way that I've, a, I've been able to really connect with that masculine is to connect deeper within the mother womb, like the mother, the energy and the womb of the mother, and to go outside and just connect with water, um, and to connect with the wind, and to connect with all these feminine energies that bring me comfort in the healing that I'm doing surrounding the father. Um, remember to come back to yourself often and recognize like 
when healing has become a little bit too much and it's okay to stop like it's okay if emotionally so many emotions are coming up for you it's okay for you to be like okay like a lot's coming up for me right now i think i'm gonna take a break from this right in the moment i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to it but i'm just gonna take a few mindful breaths and connect back to my center first and recognizing that it's okay to do that and i know for me like I've come back to the fatherly healing so many times. There's been a couple times where I've acknowledged it and been like, oh, this these emotions that are coming up are too much for me right now. I can't do it. I mentally do not have the capacity. And it's okay. It's okay to leave it there as is. Just recognizing that and um, just being very honest with yourself again. Like, what do you actually want? What do you feel like? And ask yourself the hard questions like, where is this actually rooting from? Is this mine? Is this someone else's? Is what I'm thinking about, what I'm putting my energy on actually going to benefit me for the future relationships that I do have? And I think for me, like, since I never had that fatherly structure, I do crave having someone who's able to give me that structure and that support and that protection because I feel like growing up, I was the only one who was able to provide that for myself. So I want to have a relationship. I want to have a connection with someone who can provide me that security within being human. And it's also important that a lot of people manifest relationships to make them more happy in their day-to-day life. But the thing is, you another person cannot give you that happiness. Another person simply cannot give you that security that you need within yourself you have to be the one to find it first and then the universe will give to you people who also reflect that and so i've really dropped into loving myself unconditionally within the last year and since i've done that the universe has gifted me motherly figures and friends and connections who can also reflect that deep unconditional love i have for myself and for themselves So it's very interesting to observe that. But like I was saying before, I want to attract relationships that bring me that security, that bring me that protection because I have done that my whole life. And there comes a time when your body's like, girl, like you are overdoing it now with the protection. You are overdoing it with the independence and the security and your heart space is so boarded up that you need to take down some walls. And I think that's what happens a lot to people, especially if you've had a relationship, been in a relationship, and it's really deeply hurt you. And the thing is, like, when it comes to relationships, if you go through a breakup and they trigger the living shit out of you and they bring up these deep wounds, that's a lesson. That's a gift. Are you kidding me? Like, having the opportunity for someone to trigger that aspect of you so you can actually observe it and see it and be like, wow, like, this version of me hurts and it's not because of this person it's because of something deeper that actually happened in my childhood it's something it's a subconscious belief that i've taken on from my ancestors and my mother and my father and now like the universe is gifting me this reflection this mirror so i can actually acknowledge it and cut ties with it so there comes a point where you actually have to be honest with yourself and be like did this person actually hurt me or are they giving me an opportunity to deeply know myself and so that's kind of where you can forgive someone for doing what they did and so i recognize now like 
I forgive my father. I forgive the perception that I have of my father. I acknowledge that it was simply there to show me something. It was simply there to show me a lesson. It was simply there to bring me deeper healing within myself. And it takes a lot to actually give someone radical forgiveness, even if you haven't talked to them about the situation, even if they aren't presently in your lives. It takes a lot of mental strength to actually do that. And so if you are able to forgive someone, forgive a situation, forgive an event in your life, congratulations, because that's big. That's truly unbelievable that you're able to do that and so magical. And I feel like the universe, whenever we do that and we actually let it go and move on, the universe is like, they're clapping, they're they're so ecstatic that you actually are like, okay, I'm on to the next, like I release this, I give love to it, I acknowledge that you were there, I acknowledge that what you did maybe wasn't the best thing to do, You, but you were simply doing your best. And also when it comes to healing, I want to bring this up, and it comes to letting go, it's like there comes a point where you also don't want to gaslight yourself because... When it comes to healing, a lot of people are like, you know what, give love to them. They're doing the best that they could. But it's also important to grieve and it's also important to feel the rage and the anger that you have for your mother and father and any family member, any situation. First, you do need to feel the anger. First, you do need to feel the sadness and the rage and all of the yucky emotions. And then once you feel it and you sit and you are able to marinate in all that uncomfortableness, that's kind of then when you can actually forgive someone. So it is a step-by-step process and everyone does do it in their own way. No one's healing is going to be the same. No one goes through the same exact steps. So it's really unique to you. And that's what I'm realizing more more and more is there's phases in my life where I go through and I think, okay, like this is a step-in-step process for me. I'm going to do this and do this. And then something happens and I go down a whole nother rabbit hole. I go through a whole different phase than I thought I was going to. And that's kind of like just a physical example of that, you know, step-by-step processes don't really work in this human life. Like there's going to be situations that occur that maybe go exactly as you planned, but most of the time it won't. But at the same time, everything's happening for you, not to you. And you do have to remember to not have that victim mindset when healing. Um, to remember that you are powerful and you are strong and to take accountability for yourself. Honestly, that's one of the hard truths that I have had to come to in my healing that you can't point the finger at other people when it comes to your like healing. Sure, you can be like, yeah, that was fucking shitty what that person did. But at the same time, like I'm the one holding on to that trauma now. I'm the one having all these false illusions based around these subconscious beliefs, I'm the one telling myself in the mirror every day that I'm unworthy, not them. So it's like really important that you actually do take accountability for your healing and recognizing that someone else isn't going to heal for you. That's your job in this life. I gotta drink some tea because my throat be hella dry. Um, But yeah, that's really what healing is about is just like simply taking accountability and it's irritating in my own life when I don't take accountability for what I'm doing I don't take accountability for the healing that needs to be done and so it's really beautiful that everyone is a reflection of you um 
but yeah just like breathing and taking deep breaths along the way and along in life because there will be uncomfortable situations that occur but also just like perceiving the lesson in it and understanding that everything that happens to you is your teacher and has deep healing within it one thing i've observed within men and what society projects men to be is they project them to be like incompetent and i think like the same goes for women too but what i'm trying to get at in this moment is women will see men as like oh they're gonna hurt me anyways like um men are fucked up they don't respect women they um suppress us they don't understand our needs they sexualize us and obviously there's a level of truth to that and there's a level of truth to what i'm assuming men project women to be and as i say like oh like society projects men to be this certain way don't get me wrong i've projected men to be that way too and i think it has to do obviously like what my mom has projected men to be growing up and projected men to be like not um not honest with themselves not confident not independent and my mom kind of had to be that independent one she had to be the one who set down the law she kind of had to be the dominant one in all these relationships so observing that as a child i realized like i brought on and took on the idea that okay that's what a relationship is the relationship is where the woman is the one who's going to be dominant in the relationship the man's going to be the one who maybe pays some of the bills but isn't going to be the one who is the head of household he's going to be the one who's reliant on the other person in that relationship and so that's what i took on as a child and so growing up i would see men as weaker than women i would see them as just not the most protective and intelligent creature out there and so taking on that perception the universe will kind of like give you those goggles so now that you took on that perception you're gonna see it in your day-to-day life and i've seen it in my day-to-day life and within that i've blocked off my heart to men who are actually healthy in their communication who are grounded who are protectors who are confident and so i've blocked myself off to them because my subconscious mind can sense it they can sense when my perception goes against what other person another person actually is and i will subconsciously block them off and instead i will attract what i've seen as a child i will attract the hurt masculine i will attract the men who are very all over the place who actually don't know what they want in life and so now as i am healing i realize like okay i'm letting go of that because that does not resonate with me those perceptions are not from a place of love they're a place from fear and they're a place from hurt and i decide i'm not going to take them on anymore and so recognizing that you've also given yourself that perception realizing that sure you've taken that perception on from other members of your family but you're the one who's continuing the perception so just releasing it and giving yourself compassion that you know what you were doing the best you could you were simply trying to protect yourself based off of what you saw in your childhood and that's what a lot of people are doing a lot of people come from broken homes a lot of people come from parents who didn't actually show each other unconditional love and they were fighting fighting or bickering or just not 
present within their romantic relationships so we took that on as a child and depending on which parent was actually there for you emotionally you'll probably go against the other parent that wasn't there emotionally and have that perception of them whether it's the mother or the father or the grandma or grandpa whoever your guardians were growing up and a lack thereof and so I recognized too since I didn't have that fatherly figure in my home there was this instant like hurt and realizing that oh shit I don't have this other parent in my life because I'm not worthy of it if they actually loved me more wouldn't they be here and having that perception it hurts a lot like it truly does and even if your parents were there but maybe they weren't emotionally there the same goes for that like oh crap if this parent loved me more whether it's the mother or the father if they loved me more like they would actually be here so i'm unlovable for that x y and z reason and so it's really interesting to observe that and recognize like okay i don't want to continue this cycle and it's very interesting because in the world the world revolves and spins based off of like relationships like you physically wouldn't be here if it wasn't because your parents had you know they had what they had and you were birthed from that so everyone is created from a relationship between two people or maybe like you know what you were born in a fucking lab i don't know how that situation occurs but um yeah like you were born from the love that two people had of each other or a lack thereof so it's very interesting even as like very newborn toddler kids we still take on that energy like we are sponges to the new world surrounding us so even if our parents didn't actively say to each other like i hate you i actually don't love you we can sense it through their energy we can sense it through their interactions so it's very interesting that we also pick that up as children because children are sponges like i said before so i feel like i couldn't even i couldn't work at um a school i wanted to be a teacher for a while but i realized just being around children like in observing how they interact is how their parents interact so if i had to be a school teacher and i recognized all the stuff that happened to them i would feel so emotional for those kids so i'm opting out of that lesson in my life that's not where i'm meant to be i understand that now um because i have to kind of take care of the inner child within me first before i can take care of other children and i think that's really beautiful that our, our generation is able to acknowledge that we can't be parents right now um we shouldn't be parents we shouldn't take on the role of being a parent if we can't take care of ourselves first if we can't acknowledge healthy parenting parenting within ourselves first and obviously there's going to be cases where you do become a parent maybe when you aren't mentally ready but at the same time that's a lesson within itself that's going to connect you deeper and the universe will gift you those opportunities if they really think it's right for you and so it's beautiful within that and I will admit, through this healing, I feel a lot of sadness surrounding men specifically. And there was this movie I watched recently called We the Animals on Hulu. And it is a beautiful cinematic piece based off of a little boy and his perception of the world and how men are very deep feelers. And that's one thing that brings me a lot of sadness when I actually acknowledge it. Um, society claims men to be very simple creatures to not be dramatic to not show emotions to not cry 
instead show anger, instead show violence, instead be a man and actually get shit done. That mentality is so hurtful, not only to the like men, but also to the females and to the women of the world because we all take on that perception and it's so detrimental to all of our mental health. And like within the movie, the little boy perceived and observed so many things to such depth and it was so beautiful and so emotional watching it and I realized that growing up people would tell me all the time like men are simple creatures like they they aren't that you know they aren't that complex compared to women and so now I kind of took on that perception like oh men are easy they actually don't have that many emotions And that is so fucked up, if you really think about it. Because I was reading a book, um, I think it's called Untamed by Glenn Doyle. And she was literally saying in the book, like, women are put in cages, like, um, in a metaphorical way. Like, women are put in cages, they're put in boxes to, to be the specific way, to be the specific standard of a person but the same goes for men men are put in boxes to not show emotion to not be emotionally in tune to not be someone who has to communicate how they feel and so it's so just ridiculous and it's important that we let go of those labels now and i definitely feel like we're stepping into that um but i do have a lot of sadness come when it comes to men and i really I don't see men cry. I've seen maybe men cry a couple times. And when it comes to women, I've seen women cry my whole life. So it's very interesting seeing that polarity and recognizing like, oh shit, maybe like men's minds work differently than women's, but at the same time, they are deep feelers and they do observe things and they do recognize situations, maybe not to... Not the same way I can recognize situations, but in their own unique, beautiful way. And that's really, really important that we acknowledge that and we hold compassion for that. And we acknowledge that men are the way they are based off of societal conditions. And to not point the finger at anyone, because I feel like that's what happens a lot when it comes to relationships of the opposite sex. Like, the women are pointing the finger at the men and the men are pointing the finger at women and it's just like this polarity this like either yin or yang this like very black and white contrast when we literally are all one and so it's very interesting how that works and like even in same-sex relationships like And growing up and observing even that, like the relationships my mom's had with women, there still are like those masculine and feminine energies and how my mom has taken on a lot of the roles as she saw by her father and my mom has taken on a lot of the roles from her mother and same with um, her partners and her girlfriend's mentalities like they have taken on a lot of the hurt from the mother a lot of the hurt from the father and now they're doing their best to sort through it within their relationships and so it's really interesting just observing people and setting clear boundaries with yourself that i'm observing the situation from this other person's perspective but i don't claim it i don't take it on i'm simply observing and that's the role i'm taking on right now is really important that you do that And 
yeah, like that, it's, it's just so interesting. I find it really interesting how as children, we will cling to one of the parents in our lives, whether that's the mother or the father, or if you grew up with the same sex parents, like we always choose one primary parent in our lives. And that's the parent we tend to take on the most trauma from. That's the parent that we take on the most, we take their perception on of the world. And I will say, since I didn't have that father in the home, I took on the perception that my mom had of the world, not just surrounding relationships, but also surrounding love, healing, being able to ask people for help. And it was interesting how I feel like I kind of took on the role as my mother's partner. In a lot of ways, I was her emotional support and I was the person who would give her that advice. So I had that resentment um, from a young age. I was like, wow, so my mother's lover, my biological father, like they're not here right now. So I'm the one who has to take on that role. And I had resentment for my mother too for putting me in that role. Maybe she didn't like, physically say like hey I want you to be my emotional support but I kind of fell into that role and then it kind of just lived out into that situation and I feel like it still does in ways which is really hurtful and I'm still actively working through setting clear boundaries with giving my emotional support to people and being open to them venting to me has been a very big lesson in my life that I'm currently working through still and might for a while um but it's very interesting how we will take on the perception of the world based off of our parents and it is emotional recognizing like oh wait this isn't actually how the world is and i think my mom was really scared of the world growing up and so i took on that perception like okay connections are unsafe friendships are unsafe asking for help is unsafe so i'm not going to do it and now that i'm older and now that i'm entering literally my adulthood I recognize like, okay, that is an unhealthy way to live and perceive the world because having friendships, having platonic relationships, being able and strong enough to ask people for help and communicate that is so beneficial to living a human life. And so it's really important too that you kind of like drop those perceptions and really like open up your heart to experiences and not being fearful of those experiences um because i feel like we really do attract what we put a lot of our energy on and the type of scenarios that we like the stories we take on and it's really really important that you pay attention to the stories that you have taken on from your mother or your father or any one that was present in your childhood and because we do take on their stories and then we're the ones who continue that story as we grow up and as we have children and we share that story with them so our whole dna all of our families have unique stories and unique relationships and circumstances but just again holding compassion for all of it 